Hello, and welcome to 15 at 6. My name is Jamel Tony, and I am the co-founder of Progressively Becoming. 15 at 6 is designed to provide you with encouragement, instruction, motivation, and inspiration. Every month, we deliver content that will help you progressively become the individual that God has called you to become. This month at 15 at 6, let's talk about a topic. It's a topic that you do not hear much of today. The topic for this month is living in crisis. It is without doubt that the last two years have been life challenging. As much as I don't want to dwell on the disaster that has befallen our land with COVID-19 and so much political unrest and social injustice, I believe it would be malpractice if we ignore it. Every so often, God in his sovereignty changes what we consider normal. It's interesting because a God whom the scriptures declare changes not seems to be meticulous in his approach to change the norm and status quo. And I have learned that it is not God changing. His essence does not change. His character does not change. His intentions does not change. But his approach does change and sometimes it is his approach that can be overwhelming and suggest that he does not care have you ever asked the question why does a good god allow so much calamity i mean come on let's just be real with so much happening in our society if god is good and if he is all-powerful, why won't he stop the destruction and the disease that we deal and see with every day? It is a question that I have asked myself multiple times. I remember when my wife and I was pregnant and we was ecstatic. I mean, it was a, such a joyous time in our lives. And what was the happiest time in our life soon turned into a nightmare. We've learned that our son was not developing as he should. And he was diagnosed with chromosome deficiencies. In one day, we went from planning baby showers and picking out baby furniture and colors to tears in unbelief and saying goodbye to our son. I sat in the car and I asked this question, how can you take away the happiest moment of my life? Perhaps you have been there where there are more questions than there are answers. Perhaps you've been there where laughter is turned to crying and your smile begins to slowly crack and shatter. Perhaps you have been there where hope 
is replaced with fear and pain. Perhaps you have been there. Perhaps you have lived in crisis. Crisis is a time of intense difficulty, trouble, or danger. It is a time of confusion and suffering. And the reality is, the truth is, all of us have been in crisis. All of us have been in times and seasons of intense difficulty, trouble, danger, confusion, and suffering. And perhaps there are some of you that are there now. Perhaps as you are listening to this podcast, you are wondering and asking the question, how do I get out of this crisis? That's a normal question to ask, isn't it? How do I get out of this crisis? But if I may interject for one moment, and and, and maybe perhaps I can steal you and steal your notions and your questions in another direction. Maybe instead of asking how do I get out of this crisis, perhaps you should be asking, how can I live during this crisis? Because what I've learned about crisis is most times crisis cannot be controlled. There are three types of crisis I want to share with you. The first type of crisis is creeping crisis. Creeping crisis. It is a crisis that develops over an extended period of time. This crisis has a long incubation period. There is no clear end or beginning. It can be classified as an urgent problem. However, it has never been fully addressed. Perhaps this may sound familiar to some of you. Have you ever been in a crisis that took months and even years to develop? You knew it was a problem. But like most people who deal with problems, most people generally sweep things under the rug. Until, until that problem develops into a crisis. A crisis you have no choice to ignore. Maybe this could define a relationship. Oh, it started out well. The relationship started out with love and, and trust and, and joy and happiness. But slowly, arguments became more often. And despite the nature of the argument, the origination was always the same. Because you do know, repeated arguments is never about the content of the argument itself. And as years go by, the arguments continue. And while you address the argument itself, you never address the cause. And slowly but surely, those repeated arguments develop into a relationship crisis. You can never say how or when it started, but you are now dead in the middle of a crisis everything is up for attack 
even the small things bother you now because what was once a relationship defined by love and admiration is now strained with crisis. You let problems develop way too long. You never addressed the root cause of the argument and now because of it, you are in a crisis. The second type of crisis is a slow burn crisis. This is similar to a creeping crisis, only that this particular crisis takes a long time to resolve. It causes unrest because while the crisis itself could have been suddenly, the resolution would be far longer. This type of crisis, if allowed, will eat at your patience. It will test your tolerance and it will challenge your faith and hope. The reality is you could be in a crisis for so long that crisis becomes normal. It's an everyday lifestyle. You can't live life apart from it. It affects and influences your mind and your decision making. It makes your sleep difficult. It makes your rest almost impossible. It makes your problems regular. It is a slow burn crisis. Have you ever been in a slow burn crisis? Burning away at your hope and desires that things could change. Burning away at the possibilities that life can improve and perhaps that life is worth living. Because the truth is, there are crises that will test your will to live. The third crisis is sudden crisis. That's self-explanatory, isn't it? It's the phone call that no one wants at 3 a.m. It's the bewildered look on a doctor's face when he comes back into the room. It is the wrenching cry you hear as you pass by a mother holding their lifeless baby in their arms. It is a sudden crisis. It wasn't invited, but it came anyway. And never knocked on the door and yet it is now dead in the middle of your living room. What do you do when crisis does not announce itself? No rationale, no meaning and suddenly in one moment your life changes. What do you do when one decision affects the rest of your life? What do you do when, when, when it is one call that defines the rest of your day? What happens when crisis suddenly sneaks up on you from behind? You had no idea that today would change the rest of your life. You had no idea that the news that you hear would change the trajectory of your life. It's a sudden crisis. These are the kind of crises that bother us the most. We didn't plan for it. We didn't prep for it. There was absolutely no way that we knew it was coming. And yet, here we are now dealing with it. 
Because crisis, whether it is creeping, slow burn, or sudden, crisis will change your life. What in your life has changed because of crisis? And so the question I want to leave you with is this. How do I live in crisis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, 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 how can I live in crisis? I would love to tell you. I would love to show you. I would love to tell you to practice mindfulness. That is when your mind is at rest and you spend time daily being quiet, reflective, and focused. Because it's something about mindfulness that centers you in the midst of crisis. I would love to tell you that. I would love to tell you that perhaps you should try another perspective. That most people are really doing their best, but are primarily caught up in the storyline of their own lives. Every 30 seconds and even 30 seconds of viewing a situation, perhaps from another point of view, can affect the negative inner dialogue that you have within, within yourself and perhaps cause you to see things differently. I would love to tell you to try another perspective. I would love to tell you and I have to tell you to pray The truth is Is that prayer has a way of reassuring you That God is aware of what you are facing That that prayer has a way of bringing peace To the most chaotic situations I would love to tell you have hope Because without hope You do not have a chance to come out Without hope You do not have a chance to come out of crisis I would love to tell you that and all of these is good but really jamel how do you live in crisis here it is i think i got the answer to that one how do i live in crisis you keep living that's it you keep living every day of your life you open your eyes and thank God you have another chance to live. You keep living. That you do not allow creeping crisis and slow burn crisis and even sudden crisis stop you from living. Because the reality is crisis wants to stop you. But if you can just keep living, if you can find some medium of hope, if you can, if you can find some ounce of faith, I can assure you this, that things will get better. Hey, yes, it will. I can assure you that where you are now, if you can believe in hope and put your faith into action, I can guarantee you that where you are now will not be where you'll end up. How do I live in crisis? You keep living. And as you keep living, you realize it gets better. It gets better. Thank you for joining us for 15 Not 6. My name is Jamel Tony. You keep living.